We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is... With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm Giancarlo Navas. I'm here with Brian Goins and the Heat fall to the Pacers in game one. Ooh, Brian was so sad, Brian. I don't even want to record today. I really don't want to record. Brian was right so now. done. It's game I don't know one. What do. Guys, it's game one. <laughs> okay, like come on. <laughs> it's game one. Don't walk off the ledge. Too late. Yeah, well, um, we've been off air for a while. Uh, in the interim, the Heat beat the Nets, who aren't very good, and they're a six seed. And uh, lots has gone on, but I want to get into today. Uh, and more important, <laughs> why are you laughing? But we beat the Nets. That was fun. Yeah, right. No, no, yeah, not but really. they're a six seed. Like, what do you? That Ray Allen three, that comeback in Game Five. Yeah, that was, that was cool. nice. But at yeah, the end, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Give me. Yeah, yeah. No, not there. really. No, and I want to get into today. I mean, I know you're sad, but Brian, we got, we got, can we start off on the happy note for once? I, well, it's game one. We, we can do it, right? We can do it, man. Let's be groundbreaking. Innovators. I mean, we have a choice. I we can, we can choose a comfort or fan base right now in the time we need. Today is a good day to return the game of guess the box score. Give the music. Now, Brian. I hate you. How many three? It's the last thing I want to happen right now. Why? I'm not prepared for this. Okay. How many quarters did Miami win today? Zero. They won one, which was the fourth quarter, 26 to 24. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah, it does. No, it does. Well, I mean, oh, the, the thing I want to mostly look at is the three point shooting. James, one for five. Bosch, 0 for five. Wade, one of one. Chalmers, one for four. Allen, two for six. So, they weren't good. And they got a lot of wide open looks. The Pacers, on the other hand, George, three for six. Hill, three for seven. Stevenson, one for two. 
Watson one for two. Like, they got theirs. And scoring-wise, Miami got 96 points against a really good defense. But we gave up more than 110 points. We gave up 107. Okay, close to 110 points. You know, uh, Wade had a really good game offensively. 12 for 18 for 27 points. LeBron had 25 on 11 for 18. So they were efficient. Our stars were efficient outside of Chris Bosh. You know, and Chalmers. And, and Anderson, 6 for 7 for 14 points. Chalmers wasn't very good. He was 2 for 9. Um, what I'm saying is that... Plus a fake and foul. <laughs> that, we'll get into that later. But they were good offensively. Defensively, they were terrible. They weren't doing anything on pick and rolls. And I know that we were talking about it. You know, they, they, they don't trap on pick and rolls anymore. They just... What they do, but they, especially during this series, they don't want to. They're trying to get the Pacers to try to beat them five on five instead of trying to give them a four on three. But why? Why wouldn't you want to trap? I mean, it's I mean, they do it occasionally. It's not like they when, completely when? bail. They, they did. They did a few they times a few today. Times, but that used to be their defensive principle. It used to be trap on the pick and roll, kill the guard, like. Don't let the guards do anything. Well, what kind of trap are you thinking? Because the trap, I'm thinking it was like the blitz trap where you go all the way to the perimeter to like one of they the guards. They would blitz you. They double team you right off the screen. Right, exactly. And, and then would... they would just move the ball around. Bef- like what they were doing during the games, they would give it off to David West. And David West would just pass it over to And I know they weren't running a lot Hill of pick and rolls. Paul George were wide open because freaking Chalmers or Cole or somebody was overplaying their man. Not their man, like the other man or and helper. That's, that's what I was saying about Indiana shooting so well. Like I don't think they're going to shoot that well. They're not a good three-point shooting team. They haven't been a good three-point shooting team. So when you look at that, you know, I'd like to see them trap. No, they're going to regress to their mean for sure. And especially the Heat are going to go back to their mean. They're not going to miss Well, the Heat aren't a good three-point shooting team this year. But they can be, though. That's the thing. They're yeah, good when saying, they have open you're looks. You're going back to their mean. Like, the, the, only thing their that, mean the only thing I saw was that they missed so many just stupid like shots where they could have gotten better possessions. Or like when Bosch had a chance to hit a wide open shot, he would pass it up to a, a worse shot that he could have I thought Bosch did taken. that a few times in the beginning of the game. That and that was just, during opponent's stretch where we could have brought the game back into single digits. It was early in well, the game. It was, I think it was single digits at the that time. It was in the first quarter. Yeah, so we could have easily kept that game close. Indiana sure. led wire to wire. He didn't lead in that game. Indiana led the whole way. Yep. Yeah, sure. I, we even watched the first few minutes too because we were out in publics, but ESPN Radio. Yeah, ESPN Radio this, told us that we XM were down seventeen times. XM Radio shows the score on the radio like screen. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, "Whoa!" That's like double bonus for you to like subscribe further. Yeah, like a, uh, a three months We support XM Radio here on the Hebe Podcast. <laughs> we also support Miami Night. Seamless segue. Miami, oh, oh, Miami Knife. Well, when was the last Facebook. time they've had a five minute first five minutes? Yeah, I know. Show. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Support Miami Knife. They sponsor us. They do a great job. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. They have cool mixes, uh, DJs, and all that cool stuff. So, <laughs> uh, as we go forward. Well, I think we were mentioning about the offensive scoring today. That definitely wasn't the the reason why we lost. And no. I can tell you, this is the stat that Tim Rowland threw out, and it's him saying that the Heat were thirty nine and two in their last forty one games when they scored ninety six points. I would like to know their record when Dwayne and LeBron combined for over fifty. Uh, I wish I could find that out. Let's fi- see if he's added that. Fifty two. They're they're fifty two. I don't think so. They, they scored fifty two tonight. Today, rather. Uh, Wade with 27 leading all scorers. LeBron with 25. Wade had a, Wade had a good offensive game. He was hitting his jumper. He was getting, you know, he, he had a couple nice finishes at the rim. Uh, you know, Dwayne, but Brian, they didn't take a lot of free throws, which tells me what? 
They weren't going to the rim. The Hibbert thing bothers them. They're not trying to go at Indiana the way they should. Games are in this regular season. LeBron was going head first at Hibbert. He did not do that today. Nobody really went at the rim. They would try to like sliver behind him. On a fast break, we did, but not yeah, not really during. They got to go right at court possessions. Yeah. They have to go right at. I Hibbert. mean, James had a few nice cuts and backdoor cuts, but that's about it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they're slithering past them, you know, with backdoor cuts and with. With uh, the, you know, when they slip the screen or whatever, but I'd like to see or the alley, the alley heaps to, uh, alley to, to Anderson Heisenberg. Heisenberg, yes, Heisenberg, the one that knocks. So the the uh, <laughs> most underrated part of that game was the James Jones dribble drive floater. Um, yeah, and then uh, he had to guard Hibbert <laughs> on one end off of some miscommunication. I felt so bad for him. He wasn't ready for that. They didn't have to do that to him. They didn't have to. JJ got the quick hook today. That was quick. He was in. He was in early, and then never saw him again. But he didn't really add anything to that possession. Well, he didn't really. I don't think he was able to get a three point shot off. No, he wasn't. You know, and that's the thing. Like when you give, he's a guy that you have to give him a good look. You know, because they're gonna staple a guy on him. You got to make them help. You got to attack that helper. But you know. Again, they didn't lose this game on offense. They lost this no, game. Offense defense. was actually pretty phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Wade scored twenty seven points. Granted, almost eight of them came like the last three minutes of the game. We oh yeah, that was massive points. stat padding <laughs> off that three, and then that that layup. I was like, ooh, padding. Yeah, but I mean, he played a good offensive game. He did, and he was very efficient. Too. I mean, how many shots did he miss? In that very game? efficient, like less than ten. Okay, so then how many free throws did he shoot? I don't know why. He shot two. Okay, so that's no, what needs to change. Four. Okay, that needs to change. It, so. Yeah, it was really low. But more concerning, LeBron, I think, only shot two free throws. Yeah, that's really bad. The whole game. Um, let me get the boxer. Yeah, LeBron was two of two, and Wade was two for three. Okay, so that's that's the only thing I think the Heat have to fix. And that, and that plays, took that two, plays four, in a role with... Six, eight, ten, twelve. They took 15 free throws. That plays in a role with momentum during a game. Usually when you get extra fouls, it comes because your team is on a roll. And, and you just end up playing more physical during that stretch. And Roy the Pacers were playing more physical than the Heat. Definitely during the second half and that third quarter. What he, I think, won over 20 free throws compared to us during that quarter. Roy Hibbert had more free throws? Just single-handedly by himself than the Heat, right? He had more free throw attempts than Bosch had field goals. Yeah, that can't happen. You can foul him, but you can't foul him that much. And... It, you know, like, and Brian, you pointed out. Because we play very good defensive possessions, and they just ended up becoming fouls. To start the third yeah. quarter, there was a period where on five back-to-back possessions. It was the first five straight possessions to start the third quarter. They ended up getting foul calls on the other end. So they were in the bonus with, like, eight minutes in. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and try, I think, of trying to play defense in the post. It, you can't really do anything in the post because any little touch ends up becoming a foul call, which basically did happen during that third quarter. They tried to play defense, and they really couldn't. But, yeah, I mean, like, and I know it was just, it was just a, it was an odd game because they came out with, like, no, and I hate to be the guy who says no effort because I think that's lazy analysis, but. I mean, let's face it. They had no effort. They came out. They were lazy guarding the pick and rolls. They were doing a lot of weird stuff. And it was just, I mean, what can we say? It was, it was, it was bad defensively. It was really bad defensively. Yeah. And Bosch was quoted today. I just saw a quote right now from Tim Reynolds' feed where Bosch said that a loss in a playoffs is always a wake-up call. So that's basically what this game was for the Heat. They were only out-rebounded by nine. 
there wasn't even that much of an offense. Like, what? I mean, nine. all of them were. I think what they had one extra offensive rebound, so it wasn't even that bad of rebounds. Mm, they had three. Three? Nah, that's not that much. You Usually, know, I mean, the Pacers in the past used to be able to go over ten offensive rebounds. Like, during you know, game. They, they used to be as almost second chance points. This wasn't the case during this game. They were only a rebounded by nine. I mean, they had Pacers in the Heat had twenty three assists. I mean, again, twenty six foul calls compared to the Pacers. Pacers? Pacers. Pacers! Pacers! Dude, oh my god, I'm terrible today. Uh, Pacers 15. And it's really difficult to speak about this game other than saying how defensively that they were bad. And that goes on Dwayne and LeBron uh, and Chris, you know, mostly because that's their job. That's their primary mm-hmm. job. It's for them to score on one end and be disruptive on the other. I think uh, a very bland thing was LeBron didn't look any any kind of confident on defense today. No, nobody did, but not just him. Nobody looked confident on defense. I think Hasm, when Hasm was put in in the beginning of his uh, first few minutes or in the third quarter, he did kind of show some kind of life out there. He had a few good minutes, but again, it, it's it's defense. It's, you know... Uh, do you expect Hasm to start this next game? Yeah, I do. I, I do. What, what was the thing that Spolcher said? About the Hasm question? I don't remember. Um, yeah, they might start Battier. I don't know. It it depends. God, I, Battier looks so bad out there. He's ready to retire. He Battier, really looks like he wants to retire already. I don't know. I don't, I don't see the Battier of any kind of form last year. How much longer till the national media turns on the heat again? I think it started already. It's, I don't think it started yet. Yeah, it started, man. Skip Bayless is still on our side. Yo, did you see what Skip Bayless tweeted today? Let me see if I can get it out. Did you see it? It was like actually some kind of hope for us. That um um the, see, that the loss it. was a good loss? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, I don't care. I don't think any loss is a good loss. I'm, pull it I'm out of that uh school of belief that a good that there's a good type of loss. Like a loss means you lost. There's no good type. I favor way too many Mike Epps tweets. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna get into Mike Epps. Uh you know, I wanna get into Mike Epps now. Did you see Andrew Iguodala tweeting back? What did what did Iggy tweet? Yeah, uh, what was the tweet? First well, let's set let's set the scene for the audience okay. first. So Mike Epp, uh has a tweet that says "We here," right? Well, you want to do the one before that, before this game even started? Okay, you you tell you go. Okay, so Mike Epps, what was the tweet? I don't even have the tweet anymore because why did he tweet? <sighs> did he delete it? No, I, he might have actually because Iguodala tweets at Mike Epps, but there's no reply conversation back to it. What did Iggy tweet? Iggy tweeted that uh, they thought the earth was flat, too. But it really doesn't show any context because the thing Mike Epps tweeted was like just a really blowhard Pacers tweet. Well, this is bad for radio. So I, don't, I, I thought it would have been there for sure. Well, this is not, not good there. for, for, for no. podcast, Brian. No. I mean... If so when now, I find it, maybe we can start this over. Yeah, now you dragged us into the... Into Mike Epps tweets too much. I just found out. <laughs> Well, regardless, uh, what I was going to say was Mike Epps tweeted a picture of the game. You know, Oh, here, I found it. Okay, there you go. I think the paces were built for the heat. <laughs> Exclamation point. And then Iguodala says? <laughs> and they thought the earth was flat, too. <laughs> oh, Iggy. Oh, Iggy, you're the best. That is hilarious. And then that leads us to <laughs> the next. Um, I don't even think that was worth it. That was so worth it. That was great. 
And then now <laughs> Mike Epps tweets something to the effect of we hear and uh, it's a picture courtside of the game, right? Yes. But the problem is it's that Mike Epps posted a picture of another game. And the way you know that is because the Heat were wearing different colored jerseys and the crowd. They're wearing red. Yes, not black. The crowd wasn't in yellow. Also, Rashard Lewis wasn't even in the game. Yes. He was inactive. Which, by the way, with Rashard being MIA, does Rashard be like, man, James Jones just took my job? Yeah, yeah kind of. You yeah, think Rashard's yeah. upset that he's not playing? No, no, he, really. he doesn't s- think he's doing any good. Did you see the the pregame, like when uh, the Channel Ten pregame? Because like just Birdman was just on him during his practice, trying to get him to Richard. like shoot three pointers with like really tight defense. Because I-, I guess he doesn't think he's good at shooting when people are contested on him. Birdman was on him trying to play defense. You know what's during shoot around. You know what's funny about Rashard is I think Rashard is more useful in this matchup than he is in the other matchup. Against Brooklyn, I thought he was fundamentally like weird I don't think against he's Brooklyn. Any matchup? Well, at least against here, you pulled David West out of the paint with Chris Bosh pulling Hibbert. Out. Like, I think that there are more Is practical. Really trying to cover Rashard Lewis? No, 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 no. And you know that I'm the biggest guy who says don't play <laughs> Rashard, and I'm not. I don't like. I mean, uh, I three two years ago, maybe. I mean, just you know. Yeah. But it would make more sense to play him now, and I know that he can't. He can't really Only guard Chris David. Bosch he can't really nice. guard David West, but I mean, is anybody else really doing a better job? No, not really. And to the guy on Twitter today who I can't remember said Maybe Mike Miller if he was here. That LeBron can't guard David West. I don't know what planet you're on, but LeBron has guarded David West before. He didn't play well today. He didn't guard David West well today. LeBron didn't cover anybody well today. Yeah, LeBron I mean LeBron couldn't have covered me well today, but you know, he would have been able to cover you. <laughs> what do you think? No, I know. No, yeah. I would bet my life guns to my head right now. <laughs> Regardless, LeBron can guard David West and has guarded David West and will guard David West. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Forward. Did he, um, how many minutes was he on Paul George today? Yes, I have that stat in my back pocket. Hold on, let me check. Okay. Well, I guess. We don't get a, <laughs> that'd be a great stat to have. For those of you who know, when you go cover a team, when you're the, when you, you know, you'll get like a, a press packet. Yeah, yeah, you get like a little a press, press packet yeah, press with your packet. halftime box score and then your cool, fancy full-time box score with all sorts of neat stats. And then like five previous matchups with like just box scores. That, and box you don't scores. get that cool stuff when mm. you were in my uh, exercise room type thing. You know, like we just come up here with assholes with a, with a laptop, a mixer, and some mics. And one nice lamp that's just brightening the room, dimmering. Yeah, yeah so... That's uh lining the moon. We don't get all cool stats like some amount of time LeBron house. was guarding Paul George. I want to get into what Stevenson said and how that meant precious little going into today. Like people are like, oh, a matchup to watch. I mean, okay. <laughs> I've got a funny tweet from this one guy. What? I'll, I'll show you when you when you finish talking how ridiculous it is. No, I was just saying that <laughs> that stuff doesn't matter because Stevenson played his game. And Dwayne had a really nice night. Dwayne's not going to have that night again. And, I mean, whatever. I mean, I don't understand why those comments made Heat fans so mad. Like, they're so mad. And I don't understand why. Like, he didn't say anything that wasn't true. So, I mean, you live with it and you live whoa, with whoa, him whoa, being whoa, What do you mean? Wade's knees are still alive. 
27 points scored. That last game, did you see that last game? On jumpers. Against Brooklyn? On jumpers. Oh, no, no, no. Brooklyn, he won a lot during the first first half. He also had an awful second half. Okay, well, just forget about that. We just talk about the first half. He also had plenty of catches in the paint against the corpse of Kevin Garnett that Wade could not, like, go up for a layup. Like, he was just pump-faking. Okay, Brian, what tweet were you going to read? All right, this is this guy whose name is Yeah, You Mad. And his profile picture is a profile pic of Andrew Bynum with his hair straightened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's basically just adding at everybody from the Miami Heat organization. So the first one's at Miami Heat. Miami too busy trying to make washed up way look good against Lance instead of getting the ball to Braun. Shake my head, any killing, no 3 P. Okay. Next one, at Tim Reynolds. That's what happens when you start the game as the washed-up Wayne Stevenson show. No involvement from Braun and Shooters. No three-peat. This guy really cares about this Wade Stevenson thing, huh? He really does. There, I want to see what, what's recently he's on his timeline right now. <laughs> no, no, here you go. Um, look, at King James, the passive wanted to be bailed out by washed-up Wade and Chalmers. No three-plea exclamation point. Any king to play the passive is still in hiding. Washed-up Wade instead of wow it could be whoop. Whoa, whoop. How would I say that? Not whoop. Whoa. W-U-W. Washed-up Wade. Wow. Instead of wow, no, W-U. W. What? We can get the way of Wade. Washed of Wade? What? Washed of Wade. Oh. Oh. So uh, we're going to give uh, Brian his uh, his time to shine now. So, uh, you know, every you know, Brian was complaining that he doesn't get enough talk time in the podcast. Oh, who's complaining? No one's complaining. The only person that's complaining time. is this guy named Why You Mad. So. Why You Mad, though? And now it's time for Brian's time to shine. Brian's got 60 seconds on the clock. Talk about anything. Okay, so since we have a heat loss today and a Marlins loss, let's give you some happy Miami sports news around your area and talk about the Canes, Hurricanes baseball team. If you didn't know already, which you should, the Hurricanes are number one in the ACC conference and are going to play Thursday, actually Wednesday, for their ACC tournament. And they will be hosting regionals, possibly super regionals, because they are on pace to get a national seed. So what does this mean? The Hurricanes are on pace to win an NCAA championship since 2001. And you should all pay attention right now, because this is the time of year... All the bandwagons should probably come up and, you know, watch them play at home because we're going to have, like, two series matchups there. Also, David Thompson's back. That's cool. Yeah, like, some time left. He had a rib pulled off. Okay, you're done. So, uh, Brian's the only one in Miami who cares about UM baseball. Yeah, they're playing amazing right now. They've won 20 of the last 30 games. He haven't done that. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Anyways. Number five in the country. Uh, now, uh, Mike Epps is being mocked on Twitter. Again, still? People. Did pe- you see the bikini bottom one of we're here? Yeah, people are posting pictures of things that none of us have been to, like parts of history and fictional places. 
and going we here and tagging Mike Epps, which is just brilliant. My favorite Mike Epps tweet was uh, somebody goes the funniest thing Mike Epps has ever done. Some guy retweets with comment. Dying in Resident Evil, which was just amazing. Uh, it was brilliant. Oh my god! That's why we love Twitter. Well, Twitter definitely go get that with football. This is Twitter. Chucker tweeted that by the way. Now, oh, I love that guy. I do want to talk about Dwayne a bit. His stats uh, this year compared to last year. Dwayne has taken over three hundred less shots this year. Two hundred less free throws. Nearly 200 less rebounds, 100 and something less assists. And the only stat that has really gone up is his field goal percentage. Well, you know why all the stats are down this year, right? Because he's missed like 30 games this year. That is also true. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But if it went up, that would have been ridiculous. That'd be like a J.R. Smith move. That is that is also true, and that but but that's my point. My point is that he's missing all these games. He's contributing less on a daily basis, and he's raised his efficiency, which is what I want to get at. And if we look at the shot charts from uh, last year compared to this year, uh, Brian, you know, especially in the mid-range area, you know, like uh, these shot charts on NBA.com slash stats, they're separated into zones, right? So then you have you have the left wing right inside the three-point line, the right wing uh, the top of the, the top of the key in between the free throw line and the three point line. So you have all these areas. Now, if we look at Dwayne Wade last year, his only two positive, like mid range areas were the top right wing mm-hmm. and then the left baseline, which is 46, 47% respectively. And everything else he's shooting 40% or below. Now, if we look at this year, that completely changes. Now he's really efficient everywhere. He's shooting 55% on the baseline, 44% on the other baseline. He's completely, there's all green area near the basket, near, in the paint, on the baselines, on the two wings, left and right. He's still really efficient. So, like. He's still pretty good, huh? No, he is good. And that's what I'm trying to say is that. You know, despite the missed games, and that is a reflection of how many less uh, points and... Well, we talked about the missed games in that Tim Grover segment like five shows ago. Tim Grover segment. But he's improved his shooting from everywhere on the floor, except for at the rim. Oh, What did you do? I just hit my funny elbow. Your funny bone? You're funny not, bone. You funny elbow, whatever. Funny I elbow. can't really talk right now because like, everything's just going to this elbow. Yeah, I'm so sorry for you, buddy. So, oh, that hurt. If you look, I mean, you can look that on my Twitter at gnavas103. You can just look at the pictures that I that I posted, and they're pretty recent. You can see that his efficiency has raced from everywhere. He has so much green on his shot chart. Are you looking at it, Brian? You're nodding your head. I'm looking at my own stat sheet. Okay, well, there you go. We're gonna get to the Zane Lowe article I read today. Okay, his name is Zach Lowe, not Zane Lowe. I'm still gonna Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe is a guy from BBC Radio. Zach Lowe. No, it's it's the guy from BBC Radio. Okay, he's the one that wrote this preview article for Grantland. Zach. Yeah, yeah, the guy Zach Zane Lowe. Lowe. Okay, not Zane Lowe. Zach Lowe. I love Haberstroh. Just read your stats. Buddy. Okay. Well, I mean, are you done with first point? Yeah, I mean, you kind of took me out of rhythm. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry. You, I'm so you sorry. go now. Well, if you want to go to analytics, go. we're going to go into analytics of Roy Hibber in the paint. We're very basketball-y. Today. I know we are. Why? 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 Why shouldn't we? It's the postseason. East Conference Finals are here. The Miami Heat playoffs begin today. Considering we just came off a segment where we talked about racism with the Street Fighter music behind it, 
It's just Dude, that, that was pretty amazing. Uh, just read your stats. Okay. According to Zach Lowe, a full 24.5% of possessions Roy Hibbert has finished in four regular season games against the Heat came with him as a screener in pick and rolls, a jump from his season-long share of 10.6%. Versus Miami, he shot 5-11, has drawn fouls plenty, and when putting Hibbert in the pick and roll, he is also, is also a good way to get him post-ups before Miami confronts him, and as we saw today, that kind of happened. He shot 11-20 from the post against Miami. Um, the offense rebounding thing we're talking about. only 20 field goals through four games? Yeah, he did. But 11 for 20. But the thing is, those 11 for 20 shots, a lot of them were uh, end up being coming foul calls. So That's he, he, got, he got a lot of free throws off those shots, attempts. Well, actually, well, most of them aren't even shot attempts because if he missed a, uh, a foul, then well, it, doesn't really, it doesn't add to your the stat The stat you want to hear is points per possession. But right. Well, I don't have that on front of me. I'm okay, sorry. Well, I was like, I don't know if you're armed with that information. Go, go, go send a discreet email to Zayla. Zach Law! Zayla. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> Racing poor Zach Lowe's Which one do you want to choose? The over-trapping or offensive rebound deficiency? Over-trapping. Okay, over-trapping. Heat have lar- the Heat have largely dialed back from their blitz package on pick-and-roll ball handlers, but when they do, Indiana has gradually adjusted. It has West rolled just after setting a pick, allowing Indy's guards to slip in the ball before Miami really had a chance to trap. The result, West catches the ball in a four-on-three situation looking at open shooters. West isn't a great passer, but he's good enough to get the Patriots some good looks out of the stuff. As we saw in the first half, lots of three-pointers to George Hill and Paul George. Well, you know what I'm going to say is a big difference between this series and last year is that the Heat were feasting on DJ Augustine last year and George Hill had to play a bunch of minutes. And CJ Watson's a heat killer. CJ Watson's a lot better than, than, um. Well, he's been a well-known heat killer. And he's better for that, for that team as that guy coming off the bench that can control the tempo, that he can play kind of quick. He's also can slow it down. He can shoot the ball. He doesn't, he's not, you know, he's not as, uh, quick as Augustine. But he's better with the ball, and the Heat were killing DJ last year. If you remember, whenever whenever uh, George Hill would go to the bench, he'd get like a one or two minute rest because the Heat would make a run every time DJ would step on the floor. They'd feast on him, trapping him and being really aggressive. They can't do that against against CJ Watson. He's better. Yeah, than- but they could do it when they have their bench on the floor. I mean, they take out their stars. I think what what Spolcher should do is once they take out their stars, they should leave in LeBron for at least three minutes or something. They should go at Scola. Yeah, they should. Punish they Scola. have to punish Scola for being. He's out there been terrible he, all year. He hasn't been any any he's, good at anything. He's never been good at defense. But you punish them for playing Scola, so you go right at Scola. And Evan Turner didn't play today. And I read something that was like Pacers are seven and one when Evan Turner doesn't play. They're Aren't also, the Pacers seven and one since he released Andrew Bynum? Yes, <laughs> they're eleven and two when uh, he takes less than one field goal. When he takes less than two field goals, I'm sorry. So that, that's a plus. So, like, they're good when Evan Turner's not around. <laughs> Gold swagger now. The savior, Evan Turner, who looks like a fish, in my opinion. That's the savior, nice. Evan Turner. That's not nice. It's not nice at all. 
No. I have more overtrapping stats if you okay, want. Okay, well, we'll you continue. go, Brad. You go. So, uh, so the problem was the Miami has dialed back the trapping. I you and the stats thing. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was the stat guy. Problem, the Miami has dialed back the trapping this season, which you did note, you're especially not, against Indiana. You're not reading at all. And the Heat are having their big men drop back more often, which should be You're a not good reading thing. stats. What you're doing okay. is reading Zach Lowe's article. I'm, I'm going to the stats in a few seconds. Just, ex- Just okay, let's... You want you want the joke? I have the joke on here. I don't want the joke. I'm going to show you the joke. The Pacers can be maddling indecisive. They hold the ball instead of making obvious dishes, and they are chronically passing up open threes, which they didn't do today, in order to just cradle the rock. Chill for a couple of seconds and think cradle about whether... Cradle the rock? Yeah, cradle the rock. Chill for a couple of seconds and think about whether Prometheus... Why are they cradling a rock? That's, that's the ball, you know, the cradle of the rock, you know, like the Dr. J cradle thing. Yeah, no, not really. No. Okay. Well, that's what he wrote. And Why chill are they for watching a cu- Prometheus? Chill for a couple of seconds and think about what a Prometheus made any sense. That was the opposite today. But maybe the Pacers are going to be inconsistent like they've been I the entire postseason. I like Prometheus. I'm in didn't a watch giant it. minority that I liked Prometheus. I didn't, I didn't watch it. It had great special effects. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, it was awesome. I know the trailer made it look it amazing. It looked like Metroid Prime. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sells it for me. I love Metroid Prime. It looked like the sceneries look like a level of Metroid Prime. I love Samus. Spamus. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in our audience. I, I had a really, uh, I can't remember his Twitter name for the life of me, a uh, really funny exchange. Why are you mad? <laughs> no. That's not his name. Okay. Incognigra. Say that again. Incognigra. Major slander. What's a major slander? I don't know what the fuck is major slander is. I miss our Canadian Heat fan. He tweeted me the other day. Yeah, I haven't heard Number from him. Number one Heat fan in Canada had a different name. What? He responded to me tweeting about Boston Bruins Game 7. He has reemerged. We, do we not get emails from fans anymore? No. That stopped being a thing? Yeah. We got like the guy from England who wanted, like, and then, and then we got the Canada guy. And that was about it. And that was it? And then, no, and then we got that random post on uh, the Heat Forum. Oh, that's else. right. That was at the height of our powers. Yeah, that was uh, some guy named... Uh, I don't the, the rap, the, Yeah, the, with, with the... With the, with, the with, with a picture of Ray Allen as uh, Jesus. Has any, have you ever seen Raptor Jesus? No. Can you Google that? Okay. You Google Raptor Jesus. Raptor Jesus. That's so we can get your reaction like, on here. Like, like Raptor or Raptor? Raptor. Toronto like, like, Raptor? Yeah, like a dinosaur. The Raptor Jesus. Well, while you talk about that... Um, yeah, like I want, I want to get your reaction because it's it's Rapture Jesus is amazing, and uh, my Metroid Prime thing, like four of you are gonna get, because I can't imagine basketball game. Should that... I watch the video? Just Google image search Rapture Jesus. <laughs> it's not that hard. What is this? Ah, you saw it. I don't understand. Imagine Jesus Christ, Rapture Jesus. Jesus. He went. He went extinct for your sins. He, instead of Jesus Christ, it's a picture of a of a raptor. And he's wearing the Jesus clothes and the Jesus heart. I don't understand why. It's great. If you're religious, I'm sorry if I'm, this is a funny I, I am, but this is, I don't know how to feel right now. I have mixed emotions. So let's do a little. There's a baby raptor Jesus Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yes. What's the, what's the you're effect? You're very happy. It's a spell card. Ooh. Once played this, it's a lame cool edition. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we reading Yu-Gi-Oh cards on air that don't exist? What's playing this card allows Raptor Jesus to be ritual summoned to the field along with sacrificing monsters equaling to love. To love. 
12 level stars. Raptor Jesus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and if you took anything out of this heat loss, it's. Wait, wait, wait. Like, How's it a magic card? It has to be a ritual card. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brian. Yeah, ritual his, summon with a magic flexi- card? That's ridiculous. Flexing his Yuki Ho knowledge. <laughs> Might be 10 years removed, but I know the difference between a magic card and a ritual card. I didn't even remember that. Good job, Brian. Black Luster Soldier. Do you know that if you were to put a quick play magic card face down, it becomes a trap card and you can't activate it the same turn? I didn't know that. That's a, that is Because I watched all three seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh! plus Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Okay, well, uh, we're going to detour from Yu-Gi-Oh! talk. <laughs> and I do want to go into what happened. Uh, also in- watch a lot of Beyblade. Okay. And Pokemon. You had a full. You had a full childhood. Yeah, I actually had a. Bay- and in Yuasha for when I was younger, I had a Beyblade Arena, oh. and um, oh. I had this idea that I f- I put water in it, and I froze it. Oh, so it was like an ice Beyblade. Oh, arena. can we do that again? I have my Bey. I think I saw my Beyblades. Why are we talking about this? I want to do that again. We're sports. It's podcast. still cool, man. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a spinning top. I was just like, telling you a story. Actually, you heard? Did you ever get hit by one? I was telling you a story about my childhood. You jackass. Have you ever been hit by one? I had the one that you can control. What? That, yeah, you can like you move like a thing around and it'll move where you want it to. Like magnets? Yeah, I don't know, but it was like I had a remote control. Mine was expensive. Huh. I kind of hate you right now. They were fun. <laughs> I know they were. Anyways. <laughs> Have you ever had tournaments? We're the stuff? worst sports show ever. I used to do Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. I used to do that too. I lost all the time. I used to win. I'm really bad. I, I, was, had, I, I can't choose a deck I was my really life. good. Why are we talking about this? The, the, Oklahoma nerds. Th- the Oklahoma City Thunder lose Serge Ibaka for the postseason with a calf injury, which is frankly terrible for the Heat. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. What do you mean? I guess so. You want to play the Spurs again? Do, if we, do you think? If, do you if, think Oklahoma City was going to win even with Serge yes, Ibaka plan? I I picked them in five. What? Oh yeah. Get out. Let me tell you something about my man Russell Westbrook. You try to guard Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant is what we thought Wade and LeBron was going to be. True. Like it. De- it, it that Except never. Kevin happened. Durant kind of sucks in clutch situations. Okay, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. But I will say this. He had like one good game. That injury not, oh, really hurts game. him. I still think that... I don't think they're going to be favorites to win anymore. But it's not going to be easy for San Antonio. And that's going to be an interesting series to look at. And, man, Russell's been incredible this postseason. He's Isn't like, he averaging almost a triple-double? 27-7-7. That's amazing. That's like extraterrestrial type stuff. Isn't like one of two players since Oscar Robertson? Yes. That guy That's is just crazy. I don't think I've ever seen a superstar that plays as hard as he does. Like that hustles as much. Like a superstar. He's a superstar. Yeah. Like does any superstar hustle as much as he does? Nah, not Chalmers. Okay. Not, Chalmers thinks he's a superstar. Not Chalmers. But any star, like I don't know, he just, he plays so hard. He's like, he's never tired. He's amazing. Like he's, yeah, he's the weirdest, most like like he makes a, a league of very athletic people look very not athletic. Yeah, he's a natural ninja turtle. Like he's so yes, no, that's a Al Harrington. No, he no, he's an Al Harrington ninja. is an actual ninja turtle. Well, this, he, he, Google Al Harrington ninja turtle. Fun with Google. Should be a segment. Fun with Google. 
one cool thing to Google a day will tweet out. Which again, follow me at GNavas103 and at by Brian Goins. Brian with a B R A I N, not B R Y A. You said B R A I N. That's Brian. I know, Brian Goins. Brian, whatever. You're a douche. I don't want to look this up anymore. Okay, don't. Regardless, uh, Ibaka out. I think that the Spurs are probably going to be favored to win that series. Tony Parker is really good, but so is Russell Westbrook. And the MVP, Kevin Durant. So, why are you looking at me that way? Was that hacky? Yeah. The MVP, Kevin Durant, is hacky? Uh-huh. Oh, God. Confirmed. Well, that's it for our show. I'm going to end on that really hacky note. Because, Brian, (laughs) did you finally Google Al Harrington Ninja Turtle? Yeah. See, he is a Ninja Turtle. Everyone at home, Google Raptor Jesus and Al Harrington Ninja Turtle. And if you take anything out of this show, it's those things. He looks like Donatello, especially with his face mask and and the headband really low. I'll show you right now. I've seen the picture, Brian. See it again! So... (laughs) Today's a special day. It's uh, it's her anniversary of one year doing the podcast. Thank you for the listeners that have been there. This since- is our 30th episode, I think. Oh, look at that. 30 happy 30 episodes. We still haven't got any better. That's not true. Okay, we got remotely better. Nah, slightly. But our first, uh, it's, it's not a year to the day. But it's a year to the game. Uh, our first podcast was game one of the Eastern Conference Finals against Indiana last year where LeBron hit the buzzer beater. Yep. If you want to listen to that show by any chance, you can. That's the first episode. It is on our speaker website. So, uh, it thank does not you. sound good. I'll just tell you that. Be warned. Thank you all f- who've been there since the first day. And, uh, <laughs> we know we hope to be here for much longer. And, um, yeah, happy one year, Brian. Yeah, we switched like two rooms in that one year, right? We've gone through a lot. We Actually, to, three rooms. We used, we used, to, be in, yeah, we used we, to be in the living room. We used room. to be in the living room, then we moved to my room, and right. now we're in a studio with an exercise machine. And then once I go to like UCF, we're going to have to like Skype call this. Woo! So. Anyways, thank you all for listening to the show. Uh, we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll catch you again soon, hopefully within the week. Brian works now. He's too good for us. Yeah, I have two jobs. He's too good for us. Anyways, thank you for listening. Happy anniversary, Brian. And remember, Google Raptor Jesus and Al Harrington Ninja Turtle. It'll be okay, guys. It's only game one. Getting better all the time. Changing the way you listen. That's the Winn-Dixie slogan. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.